My name is Benjamin Kelly. It is Friday, February 9th at 10 p.m. And I just left Till Death, a marriage musical performed at the Art House in St. Paul, Minnesota. And I'm doing a review. Uh, I often don't have time to sit down and write because I'm not fast enough. So I'm doing a voice-recorded review of the show. So here we go. First off, I really liked the play. The musical. I, I, I thought it was wonderful. I really enjoyed being a part of it and sort of getting wrapped up in the story, the characters, the music, everything. And uh, what I would note first is the simplicity and how well they were produced it on uh, simple concepts, being that there was the cast was only four people, the stage was beautiful, but it didn't need much to bring the story along. So what you're left with is great writing and great music. The music as well was made with just a piano player and 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 them singing and, and dancing and moving around. And I love that because because as much fun as it is to see uh, amazing costumes and sets and all those kinds of things, what you need at the end of the day is a story and or a compelling lines and a compelling characters that you can fall in love with, that you can that, you can, uh, that can carry you through the evening. And, and they had that. And, and it was, it, I didn't need anything else. You know, I didn't need... Uh, I, I need some ghost representation of some other person or a thing that would be be reaching too much. And also, even the, the length, it wasn't a piece that went on for a really, really long time. That, that in its simplicity, it was an incredibly economical performance that as soon as the show starts, we're into the show and we're into the characters, we're into the story, the problems what they're trying to overcome, and, and, and I love that. I love that, that I'm, I'm not spending time on things that aren't important, per se. <laughs> and so that that is always really refreshing, that I don't feel like I'm leaving a show with a lot of extra stuff in my brain, but just a deep, I can just really remember and feel focused and concentrated on the story that was given to me. Uh, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Uh, the second thing I'll talk about is the art house. If you've been to the art house, you know. If you haven't, you're about to know. Uh, it is a lovely place to see performances. It's, a, it's an old church, and it, they're uh, converted into this beautiful space. And it's, um, I know uh, Sarah Groves and, and her husband own it and run it, and they use it for community, they do theater workshops, they do events, but then they do all these performances as well. And walking in, it's a great old-school church, brick, beautiful, it's quaint. You walk downstairs, this great lounge area that's been refurnished, super solid vibe, people sort of around, talking. We get our programs, and we head upstairs in the auditorium with the, you sit in classic pews, and it's, it's just a perfect vibe. It's 80 people really comfortably to the stage right is the piano in a place where a band is set up, and the stage was perfect. It was brilliant. It would look like a real living room and the perfect amount of lights and sound gear. And once again, maybe my, my love for simplicity and story it was with that with venue and, and, and production, but a spot to sit with real people who showed up to a, a real space that has been converted for a real mission to create something with real impact and real enjoyment for a real community. It, it felt very real. Very, I, I could really feel it in there. Uh, 
Uh, and I love that. I love any space that feels genuine and and intentional about providing a great artistic experience. And and so I was sold from the beginning. And intermission is when they do refreshments, which was awesome. I mean, it's simple, right? It, they had coffee and cupcakes. They also had some gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free options, which will make sense later. And you you're so in love with the space that it just feels like someone invited you to their kitchen and just offered you a cup of coffee. And I wanted nothing more than a delicious cup of coffee. I got decaf, so then I wouldn't be awake all night. Uh, so the space treats you incredibly well. As you walk in and as you leave, every part feels thoughtful and enjoyable. Um, next thing I'll talk about that I noticed was the, the nature of the show. I talked to the the creators afterwards, and they said that they wrote the show in 2012, and then they performed at other places, and that they really love it because it's it's simple conceptually, and it's really fun to perform, and people really respond well. And that was something I heard. I heard that the night tonight we saw it, it was actually a fairly quiet crowd with people that gener- that that people were enjoying it, and I thought people were laughing really, really loud, but they said that oftentimes people, it's like a laugh track, so much more laughing, and, which can only mean that it's just erupting every other night of the week, because it, I thought people were pretty loud and laughing. I mean, as far as I could tell, like every joke was landing, every joke, every every point, every moment where you go, ah, and every moment where you go, ah, 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 it all landed, it all felt totally real, and it felt like really well rehearsed and the audience it, it was the perfect audience for the perfect show and so that brings me to the, the concept that I, I believe that it was an incredibly like user friendly piece that it was very campy it was very classic feeling in its in its jokes and its bits in a way that wasn't it didn't feel that it needed to be innovative as much as it felt that it needed to just be so honestly executed as a piece for the stage for people that really needed that story, which is people that are dealing with marriage and people that are dealing with couples in their own relationships. And these jokes were, were were perfect. They were right there for you. You didn't have to dig too deep. And the joke comes and you just go right to laughing. And, and there, there, some were really clever, and some were incredibly just slapstick. And we all agreed; everyone in the audience agreed what was funny and what wasn't, because it was inc- it was very clearly defined by the people on stage. And and I love that. I love that in it, it much like a classical musical form. I, as much as I I don't come away from the piece feeling like I learned something new about what can be done on a stage. There's other pieces and there's other performers for that. What I felt was, it's like when you watch a movie, and instead of saying like this, this, this is the movie that changes everything, you're like, I, I, I love that movie, and I don't know what it is, but I just I love it so much. And and to me, that that's really what this play. That's really what this musical was. The it was very very similar to some of the great musicals that have really touched me in my life and of the 
the classic style, and I felt that it was done really, really well and really, really honestly and intentionally. So it came off very, very kind to the listener. I think I was. I think that's a good way to put it. Very kind to the listener. That that it it was really available for everybody to connect with, and that can be challenging when you're trying to create stuff, when you're trying to invent and come up with stories and, and, and try to mount something on stage, and then you are open to the public. You're inviting strangers in, and that strangers is that's the wild west. Anybody can show up. Anybody can show up that you know wants some really high shelf, top level art. They want to be confused, and other people that that have never even seen a show in their life. I mean, anyone could show up technically. So you get these people, and you want to be able to, for it to be available for them. You want people to understand it, and you want people to be there and be present with you. And that's a challenge for any any performer or any writer. Uh, but from, you know, from what I understand, these people that you know they've been doing this, they've been performing for a long time and together, and they've had a lot of practice and I think it shows I think it really shows how they're able to cut the waste that is often in in writing that we all have myself too that we all will get hung up on these outside things outside of our story but it just felt really focused and very present with the audience um, let's talk about the music the music hits all the classic musical concepts. Your fast song, your ballad, your beautiful duets, your tango, and your sexy song, and then your funny song. And and, and it was great. It was all there. And it was all done so well. The singing and the dancing and the blocking and the movement was right on. But, but there was so much humor in the songs that were supposed to be funny and a little bit cad, in the way that they moved and how precise it was. For example, a moment where they're singing a duet in different rooms, but we can see them. I mean, it's a classic thing to do on stage. And instead of me being like, oh, I've seen this before, I was like, man, they're killing it. She's in the bathroom, and there's technically no wall and he's in the kitchen, and they're singing a duet in harmony uh, uh, about their issues from their point of view, and it, and it's totally landing, and it's great because I'm feeling what they're both trying to say. It's a beautiful song. It works perfectly with just piano accompaniment, um, and and I, I, I it just felt lovely from that moment, and instead of yeah, like I. I was generally very optimistic and very supportive of whatever choice that they made while sitting in the audience. Like, yeah, this is the right move right now. This is the right move. Uh, the It was real concise song feeling structure where there was some underscoring leading up to things, but it w- I-, I love it when a musical jumps into a song and is like, this is a song. Here's the song. It can it can end up on the record. You can sing it. You can you can learn the chorus. You can see the verses. You can sort of see the parts of it. And the song starts. It is sung, and the song ends. And then you're on to the next chapter, really. And, and it's very compartmentalized, which is very refreshing. And once again, it's it, it's very lovely to just switch into song and then switch out. With and and I suppose that could be challenging also to try to get 
what you're saying to feel not weird that there's just, yep, these are normal people, and all of a sudden they're singing at each other instead of fighting. And I've been in situations where that can be really awkward, but it didn't feel awkward. It felt, it, it was really enjoyable. It felt very musical, very artistic as, as it flowed. Um, then the other most important part about this is the content of the piece, of course, which is, uh, it's about marriage. And I have never been married, but I do know a lot of people who have and are married. And I have been in relationships, and in, in one right now, and as anyone who's been in one or as one knows, it's super challenging. And we're all trying to be honest, we're all stuck with our own anxiety, we're all totally fucking up one side, and then we're totally resenting the other one for another thing. And, and it's just, it's a really, it's a constant thing that you never win because it's not about winning. It's about, I guess, winning together, but all the metaphors, all the analogies, all the ways you want to spin it, we're all dealing with it. And it's, it's, you know, it's, love is what every record and every show has ever, and every movie's ever been made about ever, really. But the, the monotony all the way up to the strains to the very real concept of like going to counseling and thinking about splitting up and getting separated and talking candidly about your relationship even though you're technically not in your relationship, even though you technically are, all that messy crap is very, very real. I think everyone's felt that. And the characters are in that. They're in that. And, and, and there's, you know, there's four characters on stage, there's two couples, and they both move at different speeds. And we're, we enter into their lives at different parts of their journey, but they intersect with each other's lives in very different split spaces. You know, in, they're both in different places in their individual lives as couples where they meet. And you see them trying to clash and trying to inspire and change the others, but then sort of getting insight on the other ones and realizing that it, it, it's really just insane that any two people can try to spend all this time together, all these years together, and commit their lives to each other, but, but the whole world depends on it. And the only way it works is to just go through all this shit. And I think what's beautiful is not only for a musical to approach that and to talk about it, not as just like a beautiful love, and honestly, it's not as sexy as as you had an affair, and now I'm going to kill you. I mean, that's a, that's that's beautiful old 1700s theater. That's Romeo and Juliet. You know, that's really classic. But you know, no one's making the the really sexy point of like we went through counseling and we're supposed to talk more about the little things. But I'm still mad at this other thing, and you know, you get mad about the way that you make food, and that's a big deal because it's a little thing. And, uh, I, I thought it was really lovely to see a musical approach these stupid things in couples' lives that is just the biggest deal for them. And and how, from the outside, sitting in the audience, you, it's really easy to just say, like, well, I wouldn't let them get to that, or I would just say I'm sorry and it'd be all over. And, you know, we're all so, so smart looking on, you know, being the audience and being like, well, they just have terrible conflict resolution skills but we all know we're in that situation and we're the same way and 
and what after all of it, what keeps the hope? Like, what keeps the hope that, like, well, I can, I, I like this person, I love this person for some reason. Why? I could totally give it up right now, but why do I still have hope? And, and I think that's the theme in the show is that there's, there's always, there's always hope, even in, even in the hopelessness, there, because there's still momentum. And momentum, I mean, you can either keep going or give up, I suppose. And I think this musical does a, a great, has a great approach of, of executing the momentum in these moments in these couples' lives where they're trying to get through their shit. What's also really beautiful is how much humor is in the piece, which is true with how much humor is actually in relationships. That you can be in the middle of the worst fight and someone can do something really stupid and then you can start laughing. And, and because so much about being in a relationship is funny and humorous, and when you're at the end of your emotion, sometimes you laugh. And I think that's a good... That's that's good lineage to, to create within the content of struggling in a relationship and making jokes as a piece about being in a relationship. You know, the, the, the slapstick humor, in a way, is commentary on how funny it is from the outside of being in a relationship actually can be. Uh, and I think that they did that really well. And it, it came off really nicely, and I really enjoyed it. And, you know, it's one of those things that, in its simplicity, you can keep, you can keep drawing all your own conclusions and drawing more connections between different characters um, and different stories, and then relating them to your own life, because that's only what we do. We're all so selfish. As soon as we see a movie, as soon as we hear a song, as soon as we see a play or a musical, we just say, that's like me, or that isn't like me. We just connect it to ourselves, because that's all we really ultimately know. Uh, and, and I did it, too, and I was like, man, they got a point, or what are they talking about? Or They don't know me. Like, I'm taking offense to these strangers on stage that aren't even real people, that they're technically characters. But... Uh, I'll wrap up with a few different other things I really liked. The second couple, not the main two characters, but the second two main characters. Um, their extravagant movements and their ability to be humorous with each other and very over the top on stage was very, very attractive. It was a wonderful part of the show. And the uh, female, I'm, you know what? I don't remember their name because I'm, I'm driving right now, so I'm, I'm going to be safe and I'm not, I'm already recording something, so I'm not going to pull up the program and try to remember the name. But the wife of the second couple uh, was spectacular on stage. She was so funny. She was, her, her facial expressions to her body movement to the way that she would talk and her emotional just like, roller coaster that her character went through just she was just brilliant on stage absolutely loved her loved her it was it was fantastic um what else did I like um the costumes which were very just normal clothes for the main couple 
I did notice that. I'm, I'm always I'm really into clothes, so I really liked how it didn't feel costumey. It felt like real people, which was the point. They seemed to be real people, and but it was very strategic what they were wearing, when they're wearing what, how they put it on, how they take it off. It's those little details that I don't even think I don't think that comes as much from directors. I mean, who knows? They could. It, 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 I think the directors have a point of that, but. But to me, it really resemble it really resonates to the the brilliance of any of these individual actors really committing to their character and even in you know in ninety minute piece, how much do you know of this character but it's of the great actors we we hear about that really think about what's the backstory how would this person open a jar of peanut butter how would they put on their sweater how would they you know get out of the bed how do they put on their shoes those little details and it felt really thoughtful to me in the show that I could it, it makes it that much quicker that you can connect with these people and you feel like that's a real person and there's all those little teeny details that I think really help push it along so I'm getting to my destination if you're still listening thank you this is a lot of fun to see I recommend seeing it I recommend going in there with a smile on your face ready to have some fun to get some enjoyment to hear some great music, to see some great actors, to hear a great story. You could bring your parents. You could bring their parents. You could bring your neighbors. Technically anybody you know, even strangers. And I think everyone would really love it. I, I think people would really have a good time. I think you would laugh. I think you would applaud at the end. I think you would meet someone you like. And I think you'd want to go back to the art house for another show. So I recommend it. Uh, Till Death, a marriage musical they got some more performances for the rest of this month. Go check it out. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.